another episode of the Ask Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen every day. Anyways, let's jump into it. So, we didn't record yesterday because, like I said, it's so limited with one game every day unless y'all record those short little 10 minute 11 minute episodes then we're probably not going to record every day or we're going to start jumping into other things um like we said before my start jumping out other things i have a draft episode i have been meaning to do and come out here and do it but i've been so focused on other things i'm currently still in the process of moving so this might be the last episode this week. We might we probably won't get we might not get an episode on Friday. So tomorrow you might not get an episode. Might not get an episode Monday or Tuesday either. You might not get your first episode back until Wednesday. And then we'll obviously know the beginning of the series. If possible, if both series ends before Wednesday then I will try my hardest to get an episode before then. It's just going to be very, very difficult because in the process of moving, closing out my new house on Tuesday, moving out of my old house on the same day. So that's going to be going on. I'm going to have to re-get my setup all together. I have to get everything together, and it might take longer than I expected. So just a forewarning that we might this might be the last episode until sometime next week. Anyway, let's jump into the games. Uh, yesterday, 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 the Mavs took a game. They took a game to avoid the Heat. Shout out to the Mavericks. The war, they came out there, they punched and drove straight in the mouth. They hit their shots. And I know a lot of people are like, well, this is all they needed to do is they hit their shots. They The series should be closer or anything like that. But let's not forget, what was it, game two? I think it was game two where they shot like 50% from the three. And Dallas was literally like shooting lights out from the three. They were like, what, 21 for 40-something from the three? Like it, it, they shot lights out from the three that day and still took an L. They still took an L. So it wasn't just the three-point shooting. The three-point shooting was a good portion of it. Like the first half they were hitting, the second half they weren't. But this game, Dallas wasn't just settling for the three. Like their threes were falling, but when their threes weren't, they when they weren't hitting all their threes, they were also attacking. Like they, yes, they did once again have a good shooting game where they shot twenty for forty three from three. But they were also slashing, attacking, and in the paint. It also helps when Reggie Bullock doesn't go, doesn't miss it doesn't like miss every shot and your other players, your other three and D players don't just miss every shot. That's helpful. Because whenever like last game, whenever you're sagging off them because you can't hit a shot and then y'all can just contest the paint. Listen, now the paint's open because hey, they're they're can't help. The paint's open and if they do help, hit your shots. Knock them down your shots. Dylan Finney Smith had a good game with twenty three. Jalen Brunson went out there with fifteen um, Reggie Bullock had a nice bounce back game with 18. Luca had 30, 14, and 9. Spencer Dinwiddie went 23 and 8. And Maxi Kleber also had a solid game with 13, 8, and 2, and 3 blocks. Yeah, 
Yeah, they just they just didn't. Golden State shot poorly again. They've been struggling a lot this series. There's been basically every team in this series. Um, the Mavericks have had the best two shooting games, basically. Like they they really have most of most teams. When you look at these four teams that are in the playoffs, a lot of their games they've been having poor shooting games. It's been poor shooting games, sloppy play, and then of course everybody's focusing not to the playing game and which is causing everything to which is causing a playoff to shorten in the shortened season already in the playing game. Not shorten the season even more. So now we're in the playoffs and now we're only getting no only a one day break and and really a one day break can turn a whole game and one day break can turn another game. It's kinda ridiculous when you think about it. But hey, um the the NBA and these professional teams and professional markets, professional sports, it's always gonna be the brand and the and the money over the players. So that's just is what it is. You gotta take your punches with that. It's unfortunate because a lot of injuries have been happening, and um, we're not getting as good quality basketball as we could. But again, it is what it is. Uh, we, like I said, the Mavericks just look good. The Mavericks look good. They 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 avoided the seed three one, but even with the three one, I mean, I think Dallas can steal one more game to make it interesting and make social media and NBA media. Start buzzing a little bit, but one good game, one good game from the <laughs> Warriors big three in the finger out. Like really, nobody in the Warriors played good today. You had Curry with twenty, finished with the best. Wiggins um, had a fall off game from that big game last game, and he had thirteen. Clay had twelve. Jordan Poole had fourteen. I mean, this is a those are their top four scores, and they didn't really add nothing. And you had Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. They got excited er, I mean, late in the game. They made they started making a comeback. Pelletier like doubled it, like ten points, or maybe I think it was eight points actually. It was eight or ten points, and then you see um Jason Kidd call timeout. You get Luca back in there. Luca got back in there. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. I know a lot of people were like, "Hey, no, why didn't he just keep um why didn't they just keep running with their bench unit because their bench unit made the comeback?" And it's like realistically. It, that doesn't make sense because their bench unit made that comeback against a bench unit. The second they brought Luca and them back out there, you had to bring your starters back out there because Luca and them are Luca and them are great, but they can't. You can't just keep Moses Moody and Kaminga out there against them and expect it just to be perfect for them. And the same intensity, it just is what it is. Um. So yeah, that Mavericks game. Like I don't really got much to say about the Mavericks game. They probably didn't even get on this thing either. It was kind of like Mavericks were in control most of the game. Mavericks looked good. The Warriors looked bad. But at the same time, it's like they're up three one now, and they have to win three more straight games. I just don't see it happening, especially when you have Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, and Simmons. So let's go ahead and move to last night's game. Celtics Heat. In the first half, this game was ugly. This game was so ugly in the first half. It was disgustingly bad. The Celtics got an early lead, but then all of a sudden, Jalen Brown once again forgot how to play basketball. 
Jalen Brown couldn't dribble. He was getting ripped constantly that first quarter, I think. Well, it was mainly just the um, first half. I think, like, the first quarter, he had, like, three turnovers, and he had one more in the second quarter. And everybody was like, he's basically unplayable right now because he, he kept trying to dribble in ISO, and then he would dribble in some posty doubles. And it was like he was just trying to do too much with his handle. And it's just like that sometimes. Some days, Jalen Brown looks like he has one of the – like one of the best handles for a shooting guard in the league and then the next game he looks like he doesn't know how to dribble that's what it looked like in the first half it looked like he didn't know how to dribble constant turnover constant turnover losing the ball he should have more turnovers but some of his um turnovers got saved by a teammate but he was constantly turning over the ball tatum was obviously 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 affected by that shoulder that early in the game that like very early in the game, you see he got hit on the shoulder. He was just like, it just looked like it popped out of socket. You could see him. He was playing defense. Like he only had one arm up. His shoulder was just saggy. He wasn't really playing offense. He was just when he came back on defense again, it was his shoulder was saggy. And then he eventually got back and he's like, okay, I can try to do this. He hit one shot in the first half, but I understand it because it's his shooting arm. His shooting arm is literally messed up. His shoulder's messed up. So he wasn't able to shoot. Jeez, like his shooting is so disgustingly bad right now because his shoulders messed up. So he started slashing and attacking, and then he started getting some more mid-range shots because he was like, he can get those close shots instead of trying to force those threes or everything short. Try to get a little closer to the basket. Can't get all the way to the paint. Settle for the close shot or the mid-range shot, and that started working out for him. That started working out for him. He started hitting some shots. Derek White. Saved us that first half because that first half we were ugly. Like I said, we were ugly. We turned the ball over and missed a lot of shots. Derek White luckily had a big first half to where he was like, hey, I'm going to play defense on everybody. I'm going to get a block. I'm going to get a couple steals. I'm going to score 14 points. I'm going to go over and pick my way and just slash him. And then just be like, hey, okay, okay. I got y'all's back. I got y'all's back. Now let's get back to it. Now that y'all ready, let's go. It, and it really helps that Miami was also struggling offensively. And so it was just like a defensive quote-unquote battle. But it was more so ugly offense. It was less so great defense. It was more so ugly offense, this game. I mean, Al Horford was looking phenomenal, as Al Horford always does. He even had a coast-to-coast play at one point. Rob Williams was looking good with three blocks, locking down that paint, making it very difficult for Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo to do anything. Jimmy is obviously still struggling with his injury as well, his knee. You can see he doesn't have 100%. He's not as explosive, so he's definitely avoiding Rob. So when Rob's down there jumping and contesting the shots and defending the shots, Jimmy doesn't have his, like enough legs to adjust in midair or still just attack him anyway. So you see, so that's why you're going to get games like this, where Jimmy Butler has 13 points and 4 for 18. There's not much. There's not much more he can do because he's not all there. His knees are not healthy, and this series is just injuries, injuries, injuries. You have Bam out there. Bam's healthy and put up 18, 10, but Bam's not being aggressive enough, and Bam's acting like he's scared of Rob. And I mean, I'm loving it as a Celtics fan that Bam is playing more scared, and not as dominant. With our bigs out there, you have they, they're missing Tyler Hero because that's their next score. And Victor Oladipo went bestial on the earth. So without Oladipo having a nice game, 
Kyle Lowry was non-existent out there. Um, I don't know what else you really want, really want Jimmy and Bam to do because it's like they don't have a, they don't have any help. Tyler Hero's their third option. Well, Tyler Hero's their third star, supposed to be their third star. He went through their second option. Kyle Lowry's supposed to be there as a fourth. You have Bo as a uh, what's it called fifth. And they didn't have none of that tonight. They didn't have none of that tonight. So you get games where like Gabe Vincent hit, like Gabe Vincent was fine. He had 15, but Gabe Vincent wasn't doing that like against the starters and against good like a majority of the game. Like he he started slashing passing more so against the bench unit. The bench unit's not out there the whole time. But when you have so Jimmy Butler is fourth because he's four shots up, and when he's forcing shots up, I mean he's playing into the Celtics hands because. They're like, yes, we want you to settle for these tough mid-range jump shots. We want you to settle for these three-point jump shots. And he was. He was settling. He wasn't getting in the paint because, again, his knees aren't all there. He was getting heavily deterred. And there was just not much more he could do. There was not much more he could do past that. Um, I, again, I don't really have much to say about these games because, again, these games, these games weren't close. You had, like, last night it wasn't it. It finished closer than it actually was. They pulled their starters with like two, three minutes left in the game. So it was closer than it actually was. Uh, it looked closer than it actually was. It, it wasn't close throughout this whole game. But the first half it was close. That third quarter, the Celtics erupted. And then, and then that third quarter erupted and Jason Tatum finally woke up. And I'll take that ball coast to coast. And Jalen Brown stopped trying to dribble and started catching and shooting. And whenever he did dribble, it was a one two pull up jumper, one two three pull up jumper or something like that. It wasn't throwing with the ball, isoing, dribble, 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 dribble. He wasn't doing none of that. Then it just got ugly. Like the Celtics are obviously the better team here. When they stopped beating themselves and stopped turning the ball over, it got much better. It got so much better. It it, it was like night and day. It looked it, once they started taking care of the ball. It was just, it was a wrap. Miami had nothing to do. Miami doesn't have the half-court offense to match up with Boston. If we're taking care of the ball and not letting them get on, on the fast break, then that's GG's. Cause they, then they, then they, you have, like right here, where they struggle to score. They can't score in the half-court in the paint or off the perimeter because there's not shot enough shot creation. So without that shot creation, what are they supposed to do? So I'm ready. I know y'all are ready. Friday night, game six in Boston. It's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. Tomorrow night is going to be a good game. Y'all remember, I said Celtics in six. I said my series in six. We're going to see if my prediction ends up being right, and we get this game in series in six right here. 7.30 p.m., 8.30 Eastern time. Be there Friday night. I might mess around. If, 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 like I said, if both teams can close it out before, let's say, Let's say Golden State can close it out tonight and Boston can close it out tomorrow. Then I might be able to get a I might squeeze a little podcast, a quick podcast in between them. If not, then hey, we're gonna see what we're doing. And be prepared. I'm drop I'm definitely dropping that mock draft episode next week. Uh already already got a good idea of who I wanna take where. It's just about actually recording the episode. I also still have my um Weed Wednesday, now on a Wednesday episode ready i just have to record that one as well i just hey it's a it's a busy times right now and i'm moving there I'm, I'm in the middle of moving 
just be ready for that. The quality of the podcast is going to go back to being better than this because we're going to get my equipment back. And anyways, thank you for bearing with me during this time of moving. Um, As always, 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 always remember to respect women. And most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we out. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.